0: call her Lizzie. Elizabeth Hunter is a dynamic young professional who has worked her way into management at the American Cancer Society. She's also a well-known community supporter and volunteer within the Capital Region. She lives in Saratoga Springs and family is very important to her. Welcome Lizzie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We're doing a virtual interview for Influence Her due to the current pandemic. This is the first one. So we appreciate your support and your patience. Uh, It only makes sense to ask you, what have you been doing during quarantine?
1: So I do live alone in my apartment in Saratoga. Um, So I've been trying to keep sane. Um, I am definitely someone that's used to being out out and about in the community, doing different things. So it's been a bit of a challenge, but I have kept busy with um, puzzles, which my newfound hobby, never knew I enjoyed puzzles. Um, (laughs) I've been FaceTiming all my friends and family, definitely relying on a few glasses of wine here and there, and um, a lot of social media, honestly. A lot of virtual happy hours. (laughs)
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Now you're a young professional, as I had mentioned, uh, you've made quite a name for yourself in a short amount of time. How did you get your start?
1: Um, well, I guess I would say as far as how I got my start, um, definitely not necessarily the most conventional way. I did go to grad school and got my master's in elementary school counseling. So I had a part-time job and was looking for something to do the other days of the week. I've always had a love for like event planning, I guess, I don't even know if you could call it that before. Um, I always was planning birthday parties or different things like that for my friends. Um, So I saw a temporary job at the American Cancer Society helping with events, so I applied because that's something I just always love to do in my free time um, and really ended up loving it and staying. Um, So that was kind of how I started there. Um, And as for making a name for myself, I always say, I get way too much credit for, you know, the praise that people often give me for the work that we do, because it's really, I'm just the person that gets to deliver the news of the impact that our community is making. So I feel like I'm just very fortunate to be able to share the mission of the American Cancer Society and all the work that our community does. And like, I'm just the one that gets to share the good news. So it looks like, so I guess moral of the story is do something you love and work with amazing people. And that's, that's, I guess, how I would say I did. That's a really important piece
0: of advice to truly be passionate about what it is that you do. So tell us, let's dive a little bit deeper into that. How fulfilling is the position you're in
1: with the American Cancer Society? You know, in an effort to not sound too like cheesy, you know, I really am just so grateful for have this job. I mean, it, of course it is a job, but I can't imagine waking up and doing something that I don't truly love every day. I don't know how people do that. Uh, and now that I'm in this position, I don't, you know, I don't know how people can wake up every day and go to work if they don't love what they do. Um, and it's interesting. I, I feel like I have a front row seat to something that's just not a lot of people do. So, you know, there's lots of volunteers, there's donors, there's staff, there's so many different people that make the American Cancer Society, as amazing as it is. But not everyone has the position to see it all come to fruition. So the volunteers see what they're doing on the field. Um, Donors know that they're donating, different things like that. But I kind of have like a weird spot where I get to see it all come together and um, translate into the patient services, the um, impact we're having in the fight against cancer. So I guess to answer your question, it is an amazing amount of fulfillment because of that. How is the
0: American Cancer Society continuing to carry out its mission during this pandemic? Because these are certainly unconventional times.
1: Yes, Um, so, you know, just like everyone else in every other job, it has definitely, there was a moment of like, you know, for me especially, like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do, right? Like, we're in fundraising, I'm in fundraising. Um, How am I going to be asking people for money during these times? What do I do? Kind of that moment of like, Oh my gosh! So, first of all, our first priority, first and foremost, was to really just make sure the health and well-being of you know our people. You know, check in on everyone, make sure everyone's doing okay, um, see how we can help in any way, um, and then really to just follow through on our commitment to be there for cancer patients when they need us, no matter what we're facing. Um, so, luckily, with the breadth and scope that we have as a national organization, um, and with the fact that we do have a local presence with our Hope Club, we've really been able to pivot the work that we do to respond to what the world we're living in right now, right? Like, I usually wouldn't be here working from home, um, but how do we do that while we're all working from home and still provide the commitment to the community? Um, So we're still doing what we've always said we would do. We are still there 24-7 for our patients. Um, We are still providing access to care. Everything that we've always said we will do, it just looks a lot different, right? Like, just like everyone else's world. Um, So whether that is, I mean, what I found is we all have a lot of questions, um, especially cancer patients right now who are really at risk for this virus because they have suppressed immune systems. Um, So we have our 1-800 number, which is our cancer helpline that's available 24 hours a day. Um, 80% of those calls since March have been COVID related. So we've been able to answer like you know, we all have questions, but I know I don't have as tough of questions that they're getting like, my cancer treatment has been canceled. What do I do? Or um, is it worth me going to the doctors when I could potentially get infected? Like, should I go to treatment or should I not? Because what if I get infected? Or I lost health care because I lost my job. So while well, we all have a lot of questions. I know I personally don't have those kind of questions, so it's just so nice to know that the American Cancer Society is there to direct these people to figure out those kind of answers. Um, and again, our cancer uh, our website um, I was told this morning actually has an increase of over 900% as far as clicks because we have you know our public health professionals are literally every time I go to the website it is updated with you know more current recent information as to What cancer patients and their families can do during these times. So, you know, again, I know I read so many different articles. I don't know what's what. I don't know what's true, what's not. So I feel like this is a place where they know they can go that's truly reliable information and can kind of find some comfort in that.
0: It's a valuable resource during these times. So, you know, I ran into you at DP's uh, volunteering and packing up food uh, for the community. Why is volunteerism so important to you?
1: You know, it's funny. I feel like, I feel like it almost has become sort of like, this is going to sound kind of weird, but like almost like an addiction in a way where it's kind of like when you're feeling down or you're, you know, obviously right now everyone's stressed, but it's kind of one of those things like when you do it, you know, whatever the, whatever I'm doing as far as volunteerism, what usually draws me in is what is the mission and who's doing it. So who am I going to be working with? What am I going to be helping? Um, and when you find something like that, that kind of goes nicely, it was a great group of people. Obviously this is such a need for our community. Um, it gives you that instant gratification. Like you feel good, you know what you're doing. Um, you can see the impact like right away. And then I feel like I'm just like, okay, I need to keep doing more and I want to do make a bigger impact. So that kind of thing, like I always say, it feels like, you know, Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, my friends are probably so sick of me asking them to donate to different things, but you know, it's you always have to be doing more when you realize the impact that it can make, whether it's fundraising, your time, packaging food like we were doing, um, it all just really just makes you feel good. I, it, it really was a nice reset for me that day that we did that.
0: What are some words of wisdom uh, to young professionals that you want to, um, you know, who want to make an impact on on their community?
1: I would say, do it, right? Like, I think a lot of people just are like, well, I wish I could get involved or I wish I could make an impact or I want to do things like that. Um, just do it. Like people, we, every organization needs young professionals. Every mission needs people, every, and, you know, everyone can make a difference. Like I just said, whether that is you make a donation, you donate your time, you get 10 of your friends to give $10. Um, I don't think people realize the impact they can have and how much, you know, organizations would love to have their support. So, um, you know, that's one of our big things is people always feel like, well, I can't write a check for $10,000. And I'm like, that's okay. You can ask 20 of your friends for $5 and that's gonna make a big difference. So my biggest advice would be just do it. Like that
0: and very genuine too. Where do you see yourself uh, professionally
1: in five years? Well, I mean, hopefully not working at the American Cancer Society, because hopefully we've worked ourselves out of a job. Um, But realistically, um, you know, hopefully, you know, when I look back at where I started, um, you know, I never in a million years would have thought I'd be here six years later, um, talking about my work at the American Cancer Society. But like I said, I truly love it every day. So I'm hoping that I can continue to work in an organization that I strongly believe in and work with such amazing people in our community. Um, And whatever role that looks like, um, you know, I'm not really sure what that title might be or where I'll be, but hopefully I'll still be waking up every day, you know, working in the community and doing this kind of work.
0: Well, We're not done yet. Uh, We are moving on to what we call the Baker's Dozen, which is 13 rapid fire questions, uh, short answers by you. So we'll start with the first one and these shouldn't be too challenging for you. Uh, First off,
1: who inspires you? Um, So I would say is a whole, the whole community, but my number one mentor, my go-to person is always Jeannie Walsh. She was our vice president and she's become like my go-to girl for everything.
0: What is a quirk uh, that no one knows about you?
1: Ooh, that no one knows about me. <laughs> Can we come back to this one? <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm uh, trying to... Yoga or spin class? What was it? Yoga or spin class? Yoga, but I don't do it as often as I should. Comedy or drama flicks? I'm a sucker for a (laughs) rom-com.
0: Best life hack.
1: Life hack. Um, Does dry shampoo count? (laughs) Yes, it
0: sure (laughs) does. We can't do without it right now. Right? Especially (laughs) in a time like this.
1: Biggest pet peeve. Um, People not following through on what they say they're going to do.
0: Favorite outdoor activity?
1: Hmm. Um, Sitting outside in Saratoga at a patio. Uh,
0: Favorite month?
1: Ooh, um, I think I would have to go with June. First celebrity crush? Probably one of the Backstreet Boys are in sync people. <laughs> <laughs> Any of
0: them really. <laughs> Dream destination.
1: Hawaii. well, uh Hawaii or I've recently become very into traveling to Europe. So one of the other. Well, this follows into the flows into the next question. Next vacation planned. Well, I was my next vacation plan was to go to Italy, where my brother's living currently for my nephew's birthday, but unsure considering the current situation. So this question comes from
0: our last guest who was Dottie Pepper. Okay. What is the biggest part of
1: maintaining a schedule? Writing it down. Because if I don't write it down, if it's not my calendar, I won't be there. That's what I've recently learned. So you get to ask the next question for our next guest. What is that? Ooh. Um, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Now, I'm not letting you off the hook on this one. What is one quirk? That no oh, one? we are going to make me answer my own question. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> my biggest quirk, I'm trying to think, um, what's like a good example of a quirk? I'm trying to think of like, um, <laughs> I don't know especially something that people don't know about me I feel like I'm a pretty much an open book and I like probably That's over sure about my life um
0: we'll let you off the hook on that <laughs> I don't know I wasn't going to but I will I'll go easy on you
1: <laughs> yeah I'll if I think of I'll think of it and like write it <laughs> we can add it in. Send it into
0: us. Yeah. It's really been a, a pleasure um, speaking with you virtually. I do look forward to the day where I could see you in person again, hopefully very soon.
1: Hopefully. But thank
0: you so much. You were a trooper today and we enjoyed getting to learn a little bit more about you.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited.